Hello, my fellow Americans. Welcome to Sarcasm Colored Glasses. I am your host, Critical J. And today we have a very special episode as we go through American Horror Story Election Week. Um, and so this, uh, you know, I, I feel that, you know, I mean, it's kind of hard to not talk about this stuff. And one thing that I always have a standing um standing thing about is like and this is you know on here personal life everything whatever i can never talk about religion or politics um personal beliefs you know that doesn't mean i can't speak about them you know uh just you know i don't really share what i feel about it but i like to share the uh the perspectives that are out there that you know maybe my own might not be my own might be a mix of everything but i feel that it's very important that these are things that we do talk about and we talk about in a um in a manner that, uh, you know, well, one should be lighthearted because, uh, you know, people get very serious about these things and um, get very intense and uh, it's well, reasons why you don't share these things. But it's, you know, stuff that, you know, they should be discussions. And um, I feel that, like me personally, I've always developed my opinions based off of... Um, things that I've heard, things that are, you know, like other people's views and stuff, you know, and I think that we should always keep that being an ongoing discussion to always develop. We shouldn't be like, okay, so you're born with this idea and then that's it and that's how you go through life. Um, so, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about this. And, but also, as always, everything always has a nerd context to it, so I would really like to equate this to, well, things that are going on right now to Captain America 3 Civil War because that's kind of I mean it's definitely like a, you know the tensions and everything and this is like you know previous to you know finding out about a new president and um, basically the last four years that we've been going through I feel like we've been building for a civil war and you're like well why why is it like this why why are people so divided um and I mean obviously you know the message has been like very much like uh, you know, like this, this hate pushing through, but it's like, he doesn't just come out of nowhere, you know, it's the, you know, and the, the one side of things, everybody's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, you know, now it's this open thing that like, oh, there's been so many racists and so many hate mongers and all of this stuff there, um, you know, like half the country's racist, half the country's this, and, you know, like now it's just the sh light's been shined onto it. And, and I feel like it's not really that simple. Um, people aren't like, yes, this, there's, you know, racism is something that's never really going away as much as we try to be, um, uh, enlightened about things. There's always going to be people that are less enlightened, people that are, this, this is how they've just been going through. But like, why? You know, if you're thinking about something as, you know, slavery has been so old and, you know, immigration has been so old. Why is this still a thing? You know, the people that went through all this stuff are dead or dying. So why is it still there? Um, and the thing that and the thing that people never really like to see and this is why people always get mad at me because like every or why people don't like to talk about these things with me because like I'm not necessarily just going to straight agree with you whether I do or not um I like to present really just the opposing view just for kicks you know some in some ways I get sarcastic pleasure out of it and in some ways I think that the only way for people to grow is to really see that there could be an opposing reason to something. Um, it's not so clean and dry. Um, and, you know, this, the problem with being so enlightened is, um, 
you have a hard time seeing that not everybody else is and not everybody else is on that way to enlightenment. So things that might seem completely logical um, and when people don't act logically, you instantly get angry and upset and it's, you know, and it's frustrating. And so you're like, oh, well, you know, like people are stupid because, you know, they, they can't get to this point. But if you're really following logic, logic dictates that it is very unlikely for people of different backgrounds, people to have grown up differently in different situations with different um, experiences to ever, I mean ever, fall in the same, end up in the same spot. Because our experiences are what build us, who make us who we are. That's why, you know, when we're with our friend base, you know, we usually gather friends off of people that have had similar experiences or those friends come from your, you know, your, your area because, you know, you've gone through these same same experiences and they're either, you know, friends by closeness, um, like distance, or friends that you might have happened to come across because of the situations you've been in. Like, why are we all friends? We're friends because we have... Um, this nerdy geek culture in common. We like to talk about superhero movies. We like to talk about horror movies, science fiction, all that stuff. So that common goal, that, that common um, taste pulls us together. But, you know, you have to ask, like, why do you have that taste? Where did that taste come from? It's like, well, you know, you grew up on those. Like, either, you know, your parents exposed them to you. Like, in my case, um, my mom always, uh, we watched Star Trek. We watched Star Trek since the original series. We watched, I was born in the year of Star Wars. I was, I don't remember much of what was going on, but I know when I was two, I did go to the movie theaters and see Empire Strikes Back. So it's been in my culture, you know, it's been, that's how I grew up. So, um... Other people that have grown up on Star Wars and Star Trek and stuff like that, you know, I, I've read Superman comics and, you know, X-Men and all this stuff, you know, and so that those experiences and things that I've learned from that have drawn me to others who are in that same thing. And this is, you know, those who are listening now, you, you probably have similar experiences. You've probably grown up doing it. Maybe you had an older brother or, or, or some sort of figure that introduced these things to you. And so... While there are people out there who, you know, never go, like I, this guy at my job, he tells me, he's like, oh, you know, I never watched Star Wars. And I'm like, what? And he's like, well, you know what? I tried watching the first one. And then, it, and of course, instantly I have to say, I'm like, okay, the first what? The first one that came out or the first episode, you know, because right there, you know, you're talking about two different things. So, you know, and it, but it actually was, you know, he said that he, somebody told him that this is the first one to watch this is the order because he has friends who watch this because you can't, you're like living in a hole. Um... And so, you know, he's like, oh, but, you know, I couldn't really get into it. And I'm like, and, you know, my brain is like twitching, of course. I'm like, how could you not get into it? How could you not get into Star Wars? Come on. But, you know, I have to pull myself back and I have to see that, okay, somebody who was not a child when they saw this, who was not encouraged by their parent or older guardian to say like, hey, check this out. This is exciting. You know, you don't necessarily build that excitement. So his experience of growing up was different from mine. So him looking at it as he's already grown and already built his own aspect of, you know, the way the way he sees movies and things like that, you know, it's hard to like look at something and it's like you don't have that same excitement, you know, and and you I feel something like that too. Like, you know, past girlfriends I've had or whatever who haven't, you know, watched these type of things. Um 
you know, you have to sit down with them and you got to kind of like explain stuff and that, you know, you got to bring them in. Like, you know, it's, it's not the thing with this nerd geek culture is it's not instant. Um, especially with older things, you know, because they like now things are built more towards, um, the general public. So there is, you know, there's action, there's more love things in there. There's more, um, dramatic intrigue, stuff that pulls in things that isn't just like, especially to say Star Wars, you know, and that's Star Trek. It's not so much like hardcore nerd stuff, you know? So people are, that are, and this is funny because like the hardcore nerds get mad that stuff is like this, but it's like the the goal should, shouldn't be exclusivity. The, the goal is to spread this stuff to everybody. And I think that, you know, the more people that, are pulled into this stuff I think the better because then like when I was talking about Black Panther is yeah it pulled all these people into it um that weren't previously watching Marvel but then they had to go backwards to fully understand so then you get more Marvel fans and they're not just okay well I'm only watching ones that have Black Panther in it no they're these people they're watching from the beginning because they're they're pulled in they're reeled in and then they find interest in other things and then so when something else new comes out, then they're just as excited. And so it shouldn't be this like, oh no, this is my cult thing. Only I should like this. I, you know, this is made for me. Um, you know, it could be made for you, but it could be made for everybody. And so, uh, you know, tying back to that is like, you know, when you sit down with people and you kind of like explain stuff or show, you know, I sit down with my wife and we've watched these things like a million times and still she'll ask questions. She's like, wait, why are they doing that? Or how come they're doing that? And you know, and I tell, I tell, you know, I'm like, oh, well, sometimes I say, I'm like, wait five minutes and you'll see. Um, but you know, which sometimes you got to do too. Um, because if you sit there explaining thing through and then they explain it right then, but sometimes it's not an instant explanation. So then you're like, okay, so you either have to pause the movie or you have to say like, oh, oh, like, uh, oh yeah, you know, he's actually with them or that's because of that thing in the beginning. Remember seeing that? Yeah, that ties into there. And so, and then they're like, ah, and then I understand it more. And then they're drawn into it more. So you got to kind of do it. So you can't just say like, hey, here's Star Wars, go sit down and watch it. Um, so the people develop differently, okay? And so, tying into everything, um, people aren't necessarily grown up in dealing with the situations that you have. Um, for example, people have a certain feeling about police officers because of the experience they had. If you're somebody that, you know, was pulled over, um, but if you were pulled over by a white police officer and you were a black man or a black woman or whatever, or anybody of color, and, you know, you've had this on repeat occasions, then you develop a certain feeling towards um, the police, you know, those are the people that are like, oh, you know, cops are always being this or whatever, whatever, you know, but, you know, somebody else was like me personally, the only time I've ever had a problem with the cop bothering me for just standing and doing my own goddamn business, the guy was Asian. So it's a little hard for me to say like, okay, well, you know, you know, that, yeah, there's a, the racist white cops or whatever. It's like, no, that guy, he was just a douchebag. I was, I was standing there and he's like, oh, well, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, you know, it's like, there's been some robbers around. I'm like, I work here, dude, fuck off, you know? So, but I, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, you know, those Chinese cops are so racist or whatever. It's like, no, that dude was a douchebag. So, um, you can, from a broader perspective, you could say, and I've also like, I mean, I have friends who, um, minority friends who are, are, are cops or have family members 
better cops, you know? So are they racist? Are they self-hating? I don't know. It seems a little weird. So the job itself doesn't breed racism, but say the job might attract people that want to abuse authority. And those are the people that we're seeing. And those are people that are, you know, causing all of this, you know, like ruckus, like, you know, all these injustices and stuff isn't necessarily because of the job, but say the bad people that have been attracted to the job so that it gives them the perfect use for their abuse. So, you know, that's why you have to look at things at a broader perspective. So then you're not you're not saying like, okay, yeah, you know, it's like I hate cops or whatever. It's like cops are racist or whatever. It's like, find out what's, what the problem is. Is it, you know, where this systemic racism is coming from? Is it from the actual job or is it from the people that are going to the job? And if that if that's the case, maybe then, you, you know, it's like, this, like the thing with guns, you know, um, to like, uh, you know, reduce gun violence or whatever, you know, they have like higher screenings, whether they work or not, I don't know. But, you know, maybe that's something where in the police force, you have higher screenings of that, you know, it's like you start, you weed out these people that are in it to abuse power. So I don't know if it's a psychological test. I don't know if it's something where you're checking people's background history. Was this person like, you know, is this a town bully? Is this somebody that, you know, has a chip on their shoulder from, you know, like, Maybe they grew up in a minority area and they were the only white person and, you know, they were they were picked on and they feel like they need to do it. It's like there's so many different reasons, so many different causes. So, you know, you have to get at the why, you know, as, um, you know, like the why is this some this something that's still happening you know, it's not just so simple as like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's like, uh, I know one thing about like, you know, your parents, you never really listen to your parents. Like, yeah, you, um, mo in most cases, you try to be the opposite of your parents, um, depending, I mean, if you're like in a loving relationship or something like that, I mean, people have a hundred million different ways that they can be in a, um, you know, relationship with their parents, you know, like whether they're for them or against them, you know, maybe you're complete opposites and stuff. So, but the thought that, it just keeps getting passed down generation by generation. That doesn't sit well anymore because at this point, as people are being exposed to more, the younger generations are more tolerant. So then why would you say that this stuff is still happening? But you have to figure out like what experiences are these people going through that is breeding them to this? It's not, you know, with our movies, our old movies used to be, you know, like um, your hero is like Mr. Do Good and their villain is like, oh, I seek power. I seek to destroy everybody. Ha ha ha. Evil laugh. You know, but that, that got boring because that's not realistic. Nobody is seeking to do evil. But people do do evil things for good intentions or intentions that they believe are good. So our movies have evolved. We have more tragic heroes, tragic villains, like the villain believes to be a hero because the villain is trying to do something that he feels is right for all the wrong reasons or he's going to, or he, she, they, whatever, are doing it because of what they have experienced, you know, like the classic thing of like the bully who was bullied doing all this or, you know, of just whatever experience these people have. And um, 
how does it tie into Civil War? Um, I, I'm glad that you asked, you know, 15 minutes in. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was watching um, Ultra, Age, of, Age of Ultron, which is pretty much the prelude to Captain America 3 Civil War. And you start seeing these things in there building up of differences of opinion. Um, and that's what everything is. It's always opinion, you know, and it's always how strongly somebody feels about something. In that case, Tony Stark was saying, you know, he wants to protect the world. He wants to remove the ability of like, he wants to make sure that everybody's guarded without people being put in danger. So he wants to have, as he says, a suit of armor across the world. And, but Captain America, he's like, he's like, well, that sounds like a cold world. And he's like, well, I'd rather be cold and safe than be warm and my friends are dying. So, and you're looking at that and you're like, they're both right, you know? But, you know, Tony's taking it to extreme. You know, he's like, well, you know, he builds this thing that that escapes him. And Ultron, which was invented with this idea to help, the, you know, the global peacekeeping. That was the goal. But Ultron, he reads and he's like, you guys are incapable of keeping peace. It's like the only way for there to be peace is to destroy everybody, start anew. And so is Ultron evil? Not necessarily, you know, but Ultron, through the experiences that he has searched through mankind, he feels that this is the only way. Thanos, same thing. He he wants to eliminate half the population because he says that it's going to lead to poverty. He sees he's the visionary. He sees beyond everything. And he's like, I'm the only one willing to do this. I don't want to do this, but it has to be done. And is he a villain? He's the greatest villain. But up until the end, when he says, you know what? You guys piss me off. I'm going to enjoy this. I just want to freaking, you. I've tried to do the right thing and you just won't listen. So he just goes all out. And that's exactly what happens. And this is why we love these movies. We don't love them because, you know, I mean, we do love them because like there's great characters and story and stuff, but it's real. These are villains we can understand. These are villains that really could happen. Um, so, and it's, and they're not becoming vil villains like, you know, like the journey of a villain. They don't think they're villains. They think that they're trying to do the right thing and other people are stopping them. Other people are in the way because they don't understand. Everything is always a failure of understanding. And that's why we need to pull back. We need to pull back and start, start understanding. You know, if we're going to heal from this, if we're going to prevent this from becoming a civil war, um, then... We need to stop saying like, okay, well, you know, you guys are thinking all of this. You guys are all thinking, uh, you know, like, forget all the hate mongering that we've, you know, like, you, you got to ignore it. You know, like some of it is just noise. People like, some people are trolls, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you've, you've experienced trolls, you know, try getting on the internet and playing a game. There's always going to be some jackass that's on there and you know, just gets off on getting people pissed off because that's what they do. And if you, and the great solution to that is don't get pissed off, ignore them. They've got nothing, you know, cause like if somebody's goal is to piss you off and you don't get pissed off, who's more pissed off? them because they failed so and then you know and if you get pissed off at them you're just feeding them they're happy as fucking clams so you got to think about it in that way and so like ignore all that the 
the media hype. Go out, find your own answers. I mean, we have this internet, and it's not just for freaking, you know, surfing Amazon or looking up cat videos or, you know, stupid memes and shit. And meanwhile, I'll do all these things. But, um, you know, it's, it's not just for that. It's also to find your information. You know, we used to have a uh, news media that was unbiased, and they presented the... Um, the facts of the situation from every side and with a you know whether it be monotone or like you know not inflection they so you couldn't see like okay well they're presenting something that they feel or whatever this is just there you take it what it is um it's what this side says this is what this side says and you know you can form your own opinions but as we've grown, and I use that word in quotations, as a society, we've gotten lazy. We don't want to think. We don't want, we want to see, we want people to agree with us. We don't want the psychologist that's just going to listen to us and tell us what, you know, is actually better. No, we want the, the best friend that is going to be like, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, see, I'm justified. He said it so. He said so, you know? So that's how our media has become. You know, it's like you're like, okay, well, if you are this side, this is the channel to watch. If you're this side, this is the channel to watch, you know, or this is the newscaster to go for because they present things towards wherever either their, um, whoever the people that are listening for, their demographic, or whether, you know, whoever's paying their bills, you know? It's like if you're watching ABC, there's going to be a lot of Disney stuff there, you know, because they are their parent company. And so news has become a corporation. They have, every, everybody is, you know, if you've worked a job anywhere, whatever product they're giving, you're always having meetings about, you know, making money. You know, <laughs> because that is what everybody's there for. This is capitalism. We're not here altruistically. Um, even nonprofits, there's like they're they're they have some goal. There's something to reach. So, and this is the same with media. And so, you can't 100% trust what they are giving you. I'm not going to say okay, there's fake news, but no, there's biased news. So you have to, um, as an individual, find your own truth. Find the truth that works for you and find, like, gather all the information, not just what your experiences have given you, but what others are, what, you know, like people that are somebody that lives out on a farm. You have no possible way to understand what it's like to grow up on a farm or live in that type of area. So rather than just saying like, oh, yeah, I don't get it. And, um, you know, just call them hillbillies or something. It's like, find out. You know, and then maybe you can understand and not to say like, okay, well, you know, yeah, I understand everything. I get why they're saying this or whatever, but it's like you understand and you help evolve. You say, hey, you know what? I get that you think that, you know, your job is in jeopardy or that because this or that or the experiences that you have, but look at this. And so you're, you're evolving others, and that should be the job of every evolved person, not just to be pissed off that others aren't evolved and others aren't getting there. You have to bring them there, and to bring them there, you have to understand them. You have to see where they're coming from. You have to understand that it's not just a blanket evil. It's not, you know, racism or this or that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it might be, but, you know, um, but it, it, it had, they had to have come from somewhere. They had to be 
exposed to things where you just see like, oh yeah, you know, all people are like, every time I see this person, they're always like this, or every time I see this type of person, but that's the thing, every time they see that type of person. So be that person that they have not seen and show them people that they have not seen. And then their truth falls apart. And it's not to bring somebody's truth down, but it's to bring them Bring everybody together to form what really is true, what is true for everybody. That is the only way that you can prevent this. And, you know, in Civil War, because um, you think it's like, okay, how are superheroes fighting? And, you you know, it's basic disagreement and lack of, not even lack of understanding, but like, you know, Tony's experiences, um, Steve's experiences, completely different. They grew up in literally different errors and had different views of what is right and what is good, where the lines are. And their failure to understand pushed them apart to the point that everybody's fighting and it pulled everybody else because, you know, like Rhodey, he says that, you know, he's got his particular things. He says, you know what? I believe 100% in this. We need to be checked. People are dying because we're not we're not in check. And that is, I am a soldier. I grew up to protect people. That is where he's coming from. So that makes sense that that is the way he feels for that way. Hawkeye, he, you know, he's a rebel. And he believes that, you know, you do right, you do right. End of story. You know, and, you know, sometimes you need to compromise a little bit to get the job done. But, you know, it's all in the greater good. You know, we made mistakes, but we need to work on fixing those mistakes. That's the way that you do it, because that is his background. That is where he came from. So when you understand those things, that's when everybody comes together. And so, yes, we've got a new precedent. Hurrah. You know, but to think of like, is, is stuff, was all the stuff that's been uncovered just going to disappear because of this? No, I mean, sure, Twitter might be a safer place, but, you know, you might be able to feel free that you can TikTok without it being um, uh, um, banned or whatever nonsense. But, you know, that doesn't mean that all of this hatred and all of this division is just going to go away. You know, it's it's been brought to light and the more people don't understand and don't take the time to stop and try to understand then we're still going to be on different sides. And these sides are going to tear us apart. We are going to, there's going to be that airplane scene where we're all running at each other. You know, you're, you're, you're walking at first, you're jogging, you're like, okay, you know what, they're not stopping. I guess, you know, we're not stopping either. And then eventually blows are coming. And then sure, it might be slaps at first, but then things get, things get rougher. So... We, we got to prevent this, you know, and we need to look to these movies and learn something because these, and this it's so funny because this is something that, yeah, um, Civil War was uh, maybe like a couple years ago, but the comic that this came from, that was like decades ago. So this is something that was not even close to where we are right now as a society, but the idea was there. So... It means that, you know, it's like, yeah, this isn't because of, you know, this presidential thing or whatever that is going on currently. It's like these ideas have been there for decades. We need to start learning from them. And 
With that, I hope that you feel that your prescription is filled and you are seeing clearly. Until next time.